cliffcentral.com. So what's happening in the world, George? What do, we, what do we need to know this Friday um, uh, Well, uh, uh, I mean, obviously everybody uh, knows about Prince Philip from last week. Mm-hmm. and uh, um, But I don't know if everybody knows that he spent 16 years designing the custom Land Rover Defender that carried his casket. Now, I saw that in the news, but I mean, how much design goes into it? Really, all he had to do was flatten the back and then, you know, put a bunch of clips and <laughs> it's not. That's not well, like- I mean, it's Land Rover doesn't make buckies and, uh, uh, you know, that car looked like a little bit of a bucky. So it must have been quite a big uh, design change. I okay. mean, the, 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 the wheelbase also looks a little bit longer. Um, and, uh, and, and the panels around the back, I mean, you, you imagine Land Rover would have had to probably take the back of the car and move it forward, cut it in half, sure. but, uh, apparently spent 16 years doing this. So well, what impressed um, me was how beautifully clean and shiny it was. I mean, whoever had been polishing yeah. that had done a really good job because I've never seen a Land Rover that shiny in my life. It was uh, it was a it was a classic uh, green from the old days of Land Rover, um, and uh, I don't know if you've ever watched that TV series. Uh, I think it's called the the Queen or, or something on Netflix, um, the where crown. they go through the, the the life of the royal family. The crown, yeah. The Crown, yes, that's it. Um, and, uh, you know, just from me watching that uh, TV series, uh, seems like they like their Land Rover uh, uh, excursions, the two of them, across uh, you know, the countryside. Yeah, Philip liked them so much that he even crashed into people at 97 years old. So <laughs> he liked his Land Rovers, that's for sure. <laughs> And then uh, um, a tire slasher, a woman in Arizona, uh, somebody got upset with her and um, uh, found her tires slashed one morning. But uh, not only did she find her tires slashed, she also found the tip of somebody's finger lying oh, next shit. to the tire oh, no. that was slashed. Oh, no. Almost like George, a- I, saw this, I saw this story, and I have to correct you. It was bigger than the tip of finger. It was like <laughs> the first two... Not fictions, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which was which was pretty gory. So uh, uh, so you know the perp- Apparently they have, they're doing the investigation, but uh, it seems like it could be her neighbour that has slashed her tires. So she's done something that uh, this person doesn't like, and they're busy. They sent the finger away in a brown paper bag for some oh DNA God. analysis. But uh, wonder if they're going to use it for a fingerprint. Um, um, I had a yeah. That's exactly what I thought. I had a friend at Varsity, and and he had an ugly breakup with a girl, and then she found his car and slashed his tires. Oh. My type of girl, mm. but didn't cut off her finger. No, luckily. But not. also, why why didn't they take their finger? If it was me, I would have taken my finger my with finger. me to try and have exactly. it reattached. Yeah, I mean, you're leaving evidence. Yeah, there's no way you. Could. You can't chop off your finger and think and not recognize that that happened. Yeah, she didn't oh. walk away going, oh, that was a good tire slashing episode. Nothing bad happened. Well, I, I, you know what? It's it's actually quite difficult. I, I've never tried it, but uh, uh, I've, I've tried to cut t- uh, rubber, you know, tire rubber, not slashing a tire, but actually cut tire rubber. And it's very difficult to get the knife into the mm. tire. So I would imagine, you know, people cut themselves in trying to slash tires all the time. Yeah, you need to you need to have a fairly big knife, and you need to be pretty strong. I mean, it's not an easy thing to do. 
So no. I, I would advise people not to do this just by the way. I think it's extremely destructive and not particularly yeah. helpful. Plus, it's really difficult for the person whose tires you've slashed to actually get them replaced and to get the car towed away because it's not something you can just jack the car up and replace all four tires. Um, it's There are better ways, let's say, human beings. Let's, let's all try not to slash each other's <laughs> tires wherever possible. That would be nice. <laughs> No, it's tough to slash them because you don't have the right amount of anger and you need rage and heat and rage. That's why your fingers get cut off. Do not break up with Sia Sanguini and and let him know what car you drive. Always Uber to the destination with Sia on a date. That's what we've learned. (laughs) That's what we've learned. Shame, poor Uber driver. Uh, so, so yeah, here's a story, Gareth, that uh, that irritates me a little bit, and mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, about a fatal crash of a Tesla. Tesla driving, uh, um, you know, in America somewhere, obviously, right. actually Texas to be to be to be exact. Tesla Model S smashed into a tree on Saturday at high speed after failing to negotiate a bend, and then burst into flames, killed the only occupant, which was the driver. Um, um, uh, but the driver was apparently found in the passenger seat oh, yeah? and the owner in the back seat. Now, Elon Musk tweeted that they've downloaded the data from this Tesla and uh, they found um, that it looks like no part of the self-driving functionality was activated or even available in that particular Tesla Model S. So, so just because they found the bodies not in the driver's seat, um, now, it's assumed that it was a self-driving accident and not human failure. Oh, God. Now, what irritates you about this is probably the same thing that irritates me about it, is that this immediately makes people go, oh, well, we can't have self-driving cars because they're so dangerous, which is so exactly. stupid. It's like these six people who got, uh, you know, you've got a, a, a bad kind of reaction from a from a vaccine. Now we must ban the vaccine. Uh, a lot of people don't seem to understand how things happen in the world and whether statistically negligible is a term they've ever come across is beyond me. Yeah, well, I mean, the, I, ru- the rule is you're supposed to, in these self-driving cars, you're supposed to sit in the, pass- in the driver's seat firstly because you need to have access to the steering wheel to take over if you need to. Um, and because they're not, they're being silly and sitting in the back seat in the passenger seat, this, this sort of thing is happening. But what I found interesting, George, was I saw the burnt out shell of the car and it looks completely different to when a petrol car is found burnt out because that obviously explodes. Well, exactly right. The lithium-ion batteries are incredibly flammable. So, uh, you know, if that uh, if those things rupture, um, the, 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 the fire is, is it incinerates the car. Hmm. Yeah, it looked like if you maybe touched the frame, it would fall down in ashes. I I just want to go back to the tire slashing for a second because there are lots of interesting stories coming up here. Eleutheria says, Pink sliced her hand open slashing her husband's tires. It's a dangerous activity. That's that's pr- pretty good news um, that, you know, you need to do this with care and caution. It's useful information. Um, and listen, do listen to this story. This is from Snae Zulu says, when my mother heard a taxi driver had stabbed my brother, she took a kitchen knife, went to the taxi rank and slashed all the taxi driver's tires. She did it with ease because she slashed them all. That is one tough. <laughs> that is your mother is the uh, toughest uh, woman in the in the universe. My God. <laughs> There's well, that, that anger. Uh, what's the, there's that anger, exactly. Yes, yes.
Oof. Well, I'd, I'd love to know how many taxis she got to. My God. Uh, and she survived. She seems to have got away. Like, they, they didn't mess with her. She must be very tough. Well, uh, you don't mess with an angry woman with a bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll get hit with it. And uh, and it's, it's, you know, she had a knife in that bag and she was wielding the knife and slashing tires. I'm sure that all the taxi drivers ran away. Wielding. I love that. All right. Go ahead, George. What else have we got? And then uh, Lamborghini breaks sales records. Uh, um, you know, even even during COVID, and this is internationally, uh, Lamborghini closed its books for the first quarter of this year with another record achieved. And uh, they increased in sales more than 20, 25% over the same period last year and 22% over the 2019 year, just in case you thought it was because COVID uh, made their sales drop in the, in the last year. Mm-hmm. Now, to put this in perspective, the, um, in South Africa, a Lamborghini Urus goes for 3.9 million rand. Uh, and it ranges all the way from about 3 million, 3.9 million, all the way to Lamborghini can go for anything. The Aventador goes for 8.4 and the Aventador Roadster goes for 9.2 million rand. So these aren't cheap cars. Very expensive. Um, My and, God, they're, uh, they're approaching 10 million rand. 10 million rand for a, for a Lamborghini. And, uh, and they've smashed sales targets. So there is money in this world. Hmm. Unbelievable. How much must your insurance be on that? Wow. Well, I think a lot of uh, a lot of drivers of these exotic cars they don't take out the insurance like uh, us mere mortals do. Uh, they take out insurance um, uh, based on when they drive the car because yeah. most of the time that car is actually standing in a garage. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Which brings down the cost. <laughs> Um, and uh, that's it for today, Gareth. But I, I, I want to I want to just kind of comment on the before I came onto the show. You were talking about uh, voice notes and WhatsApp, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, one thing that um, I wouldn't say irritates me, but th- that I don't understand, mm-hmm. is when people phone me and I pick up the phone and they ask me, "Have you got a minute to talk?" No, oh, just just mm-hmm. say, yeah. no, you've already taken up a couple of seconds of that stupid question. Just go. I've just answered the phone. Yes, yeah. I do have a minute to talk. Otherwise, I wouldn't have answered the freaking phone. Yeah, I know. My it's dad like, leaves oh, no. voice messages. My, my dad actually, you know, when you go through to voicemail, um, he'll do that and he'll go, uh, Leanne, uh, Friday, 23rd April, um, 08.05 a.m., uh, <laughs> Please call me back. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's infuriating. All right. At, on that note, uh, eight oh five uh, a.m. Friday, twenty third of April. That is the end of the Gareth Cliff Show for this morning. We will see you on Monday at six a.m. Bright and early. Have a good weekend. Ciao, everybody. Cliffcentral.com.